0: Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host
1: each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair, and it's good to be with you on another episode of Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio podcast. If you're listening on the radio, thank you so much. If you are listening to the podcast, thank you. Thank you for finding me here. The podcast world is awesome because you can listen on your time, In your car, in your home, in the shower, wherever you choose, the ability to take your podcasts and your information with you and uh, work them into your schedule, however you choose is awesome. So if you haven't found Vitality Radio as a podcast yet, please do so. Find it. It's on any of your main podcast players and soon will be on YouTube as well. We are trying to get the word out there as much as we can. So if you like what you hear, go tell somebody. You can tell them about the radio show. You can tell them about the podcast. Either way, I love, love your support. If you're willing to give me a review on Apple Podcasts where they take reviews, I would sure appreciate that as well. Let me tell you now what has been going on in the last week. Oh, my goodness. I am in such great spirits. Now I am generally a really happy, contented, optimistic, spontaneous kind of a character. It's how I live my life. It's how I've pretty much always lived my life. But there have been a lot of things in my life that have been challenging, just like yours. And we all have different challenges and some seem more challenging than others. And I've always tried to look at my challenges as opportunities, but it's not always easy to do that, especially in the heat of the moment. What are we talking now? 15 months ago, I met a guy 16 months ago, I guess now, so we're almost at a year and a half, named Lamont Wilcox, who helped me reframe the way that I look at things in a much more effective way, a way that helps me to see what I'm really looking for in my life. On a regular basis and find the answers that I'm searching for within my own subconscious mind, digging in rather than looking outward for the support that I need for myself and for my family. And it's been a powerful, powerful shift. I've talked about the process called NAAP. If you haven't heard me talk about it, you can go back to episode 39 of the Vitality Radio podcast and listen to me talk to Lamont about it. This guy's a master of this stuff, and he's a fantastic human being. Well, recently, you may already know this. You may have heard me talking about it, but we started doing groups at Vitality Nutrition training on NAAP. And initially, we had some clarity sessions that we we call those, and we started doing workshops, and the workshops are phenomenal. We did our very, very first one on Wednesday of this week, just a few days ago. And it was powerful. We had some amazing people there. I was blessed to be able to be one of three presenters that presented this NAAP model that Lamont came up with through trial and error and effort and much, much research into neuroscience. I hope to have Lamont on the radio again very soon so you can hear some updates from him because it just keeps getting better. But the reason I bring this up is to let you know that if you find yourself feeling stuck in life in any way, whether it's addiction, whether it's mental health concerns, anxiety, depression, things like that, whether you're struggling with your relationships, with your children, your parents, your spouse or your significant other, whatever it might be, maybe you feel like you're in a dead end job. I'm telling you, it spans every aspect of life. NAAP can help. It is a process that you can learn and then apply on your own. It's not therapy. It's not anything voodoo at all. It's neuroscience. And it's just really learning how your brain works and how to work with your brain to let it work for you rather than against you. Because I promise you to a large extent, especially in the cases of addiction, anxiety, depression, things like that, your brain is actively working against you. So what I'm saying is this is powerful, powerful stuff, life-changing stuff. It's the best stuff I've ever found. And I've been researching this type of stuff my whole life, digging into the self-help books and the uh, how-to books, and you know how to organize your life, how to design your life. There's all kinds of different stuff. It's all great. There's a lot of good information out there. This is the first time I found something that put it into a posi- put me into a position where I felt I understood it well enough that I could go out and do it. And the more of it I do happier and more fulfilled I become. So we are offering a introductory workshop that I want you to take advantage of if you're interested in this. It is on the 23rd uh, of February. So it's coming up in a couple of weeks, the 23rd of February. We're going to do it at six o'clock and it's at Vitality Nutrition in our seminar room. And Rachel Anderson, Michelle Glightly, and myself will be conducting this education on what AAP is, so that you can determine if it's something that you'd want to move forward with. It's fifteen bucks for you, five dollars for anybody that you want to bring with you. The so twenty bucks for a couple, or a couple of friends, or a husband and wife, or a mother and daughter, or father and son, or vice versa, or whatever. And even though this is an introductory seminar. You will learn take home things that you can do to improve your life, even if that's all you do is come to this. But if it piques your interest, if it sparks something inside of you and makes you want to learn more, we will teach you how you can learn more and apply this. And I'm telling you, I've received text messages and phone calls from almost everybody that was at our first workshop a few days ago. And the energy is palpable. It is so, so powerful. If you feel stuck, this is an opportunity to learn how to get yourself unstuck on your own terms. And I promise you, it is absolutely brilliant stuff. So if you have questions, call us at Vitality, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And you can sign up for the seminar. It is on the 23rd at six o'clock, and I will announce it again uh, next week in uh, preparation for that the following Wednesday. So that's what we have in store. We just completed the Peaceful Harbor workshop as well with Amanda, Rachel, Michelle, and myself conducting a seminar geared at parents and grandparents who want to really get the best answers they can naturally, lifestyle hacks, supplementation, food, all the stuff that you can do to help your home be a peaceful harbor amongst the storm of chaos that we see in life right now. And really all the time, it just seems a little more chaotic right now. Anyway, this thing was awesome. I think we really need to conduct another one just like it. So I'll let you know when that happens. We had fantastic feedback on the Peaceful Harbor Workshop as well. That was a Vitality Radio live event, trying to do at least one of those every single month. I am intending to do another one very, very soon, Uh, probably the second week of March, but we haven't been able to nail down that date just yet. But as soon as we do, I will let you know these Vitality Radio live events have been fantastic. We are so excited to do one on immune system health, how to build your own immune system the way that it's meant to be. We also will do one on the gut microbiome and how that relates to brain health. There's a bunch of different stuff that we're working on. Very, very excited. And the feedback we've had has been awesome. We'll be doing those every month for the rest of this year. And I hope beyond and beyond and beyond. So thank you so much for your interest in all that stuff. I hope that providing more tools, more opportunities for learning and growth is what you're looking for from Vitality Radio, because that's what I aim to give you. Now, due to the fact that life has been so awesome lately, I'm in a great mood. The events of this last week have simply got me not feeling the urge to rant. Yeah, I know. If you're a longtime listener, that sounds like a different Jared. Don't worry. I'll rant when ranting is necessary, and I am going to rant for you today but I've recently dumped social media, at least for a time. It was just too much drag-you-down kind of stuff. Too many lies, too many much propaganda, too much censorship. Too many people complaining about this and that on both sides of just about every political spectrum you can imagine. I just needed a break, and it's been great. I would encourage you to do a social media fast for a week or two or three and see what it does for your psyche. You might be shocked at how good it is. But because I often hear that my rant is the best part of this show, I'm still going to do a little rant for you. And that time is now.
0: In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant.
1: Okay, so a couple of kind of brief rants today. And these are things you may already know. I don't know how much the word is out on this stuff. Censorship in the media is at an all-time high, and it is really concerning because there's a lot of truth being sheltered from your eyes, and I aim to unshelter that so that you can see it. And the first thing I'm going to tell you is that I've got this uh, really interesting speech from, or not speech, series of, of snippets, I guess, is what they really are, from the media, from experts. You know, we always hear about the experts, Dr. Tony Fauci, the World Health Organization, the CDC, the Surgeon General. They're all in this clip. It's about two minutes long. I'm going to play it. And this is all clips that have been taken, were taken during about the first five or six months of this COVID-19 pandemic. And I want you to hear them, hear their words, hear what they say, and then recognize the double talk that's happened ever since.
0: All the history of respiratory-borne viruses of any type, asymptomatic transmission has never been the driver of outbreaks. The driver of outbreaks is always a symptomatic person. Even if there's a rare asymptomatic person that might transmit, an epidemic is not driven by asymptomatic carriers. From the data we have, it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual. Should you wear a mask if you're healthy? No. If you do not have any respiratory symptoms such as fever, cough, or runny nose, you do not need to wear a medical mask like this one. If you have cough, fever, and difficulty breathing, you should wear a mask and seek medical care. If you do not have these symptoms, you do not have to wear masks because there is no evidence that they protect people who are not sick masks are really not necessary and they may actually be unhelpful
1: right now in the united states people should not be walking around with masks there's no reason to be walking around with a mask
0: um one is that we are often asked why we're not wearing masks uh people think that there should be masks worn at all times it may be uh, what you are recommended in your country, but in terms of WHO's guidance, as long as you can stay one meter apart, which we took care of, that we are one meter or more apart, then you don't need to wear a mask. And if you're not sick, you shouldn't be wearing a medical mask, but if you are, then you should.
1: The people who are sick wear a mask. We recommend that people who are around someone who's COVID positive wear a mask, but do not recommend that the general public wears masks as a protective mechanism. Nearly
0: 500 people were recently exposed to a COVID-positive asymptomatic carrier. Zero got sick. The CDC, a couple weeks ago, did a study where they looked at every single other study in the entire world on face mask wearing. And this is what they found. The CDC found, quote, no reduction in viral transmission with the use of face masks. That was non-pharmaceutical measures in non-healthcare settings, May 2020.
1: All right. So that's the video. circling around on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for a while. It's since been banned, shadow banned, censored, uh, fact checked, you name it. And of course, why wouldn't it be? It's quote unquote misinformation. Interestingly enough, that misinformation is coming from the people who are supposedly the experts who are supposed to be giving us all of the right information about COVID. Now. I think it's safe to say, and I feel very, very confident in saying this, that if you are relying on the government, whether it's the World Health Organization, the CDC, the NIH, Dr. Fauci, Deborah Burks, the Surgeon General, all of who were quoted there. Well, actually, Deborah Burks wasn't in that video, but all the rest of them were. If you're relying on those people, For your health information, and that's what they were telling you about COVID for five or six months, and then they suddenly did a switcheroo, I think it's safe to say that maybe they're not as expert as they think they are, or maybe as you think they are. In fact, I wonder if they have any idea what they're doing, because one thing that we know Is that the more people wearing masks, because we have more of it happening every single day, it hasn't changed the COVID numbers. They just keep going up. We just keep hearing the same thing. I saw a thing driving down the freeway yesterday. COVID numbers are up. High transmission rates are up. Wear your mask. Well, it doesn't seem to be working. And there's no good evidence that it does in plenty of mask studies, including what you heard there in that media report that the CDC had reviewed all of the mask data that they had and saw no reduction in transmissions. And yet they just keep throwing, wear your mask, wear your mask. So as I said, you may already know this stuff, but it's interesting to me that a lot of people don't even know masks are controversial because so many people are wearing them everywhere they go. It's become habitual that you get out of your car you grab your mask out of your pocket or your glove box or hanging off your stick shift or wherever you have it in your car, you put it on your face and you walk into the business because all the businesses almost have a sign saying that you have a mask required. Some, including the bountiful post office, actually just say recommended, which I think is interesting. And one thing that you need to know too is that if you've got a health condition, almost any health condition, particularly respiratory health conditions, you are exempted from the mask mask mandates that have been laid down here in Utah anyway, and I would dare say in most states. But also know that the mandates aren't law. They are not law. They don't hold the weight of law, and they are just really harsh suggestions. You also need to know that most businesses are mandating masks because they think they have to, or because they believe that it, they're doing their part on some level, or because they think that their customers want them to. One of the things that I believe media and government rely on is inconsistent, the inconsistent ability of people to actually talk about this stuff without being shut down by all the social media channels. So they put us all in our own echo chambers and the people that believe one way hear the same thing over and over again. The people that hear believe another way hear the same thing over and over again. And it's just this echo chamber of the same stuff, whether it's truth or fiction, it doesn't matter over time. You start to believe it. And what I Aim to do with Vitality Radio is actually look at the research that CDC, that WHO, that NIH, that Fauci, that all these people are putting out, are putting out the real research and see what I can see as the truth as opposed to just listening to the echo chamber of people who already agree with me. And I suggest you do the same because if you're relying on the government for your information, (laughs) good luck trusting that. I did find an article from a paper in Montana where apparently there is still some freedom of the press. It's called the Montana Daily Gazette. And the name of the article was, or the headline, New Study Finds Masks Hurt School Children Physically, Psychologically, and Behaviorally. It's a pretty strong, bold headline. A new study involving over 25,000 school-aged children, the article says shows that masks are harming school children physically, psychologically, and behaviorally, revealing 24 distinct health issues associated with wearing masks. Now, keep in mind, this is with the kids who are by far at the least risk, virtually no risk, from COVID-19. The health issues and impairments observed in the study were found to affect 68% of masked children who are forced to wear a face covering for an average of 4.5 hours per day. The study also includes almost 18,000 health complaints submitted by parents. Some of the health issues found in the study include increased headaches, that's 53% of those reporting, difficulty concentrating, 50%, drowsiness or fatigue, 37%, malaise, 42%, and nearly a third of children experience some sleep issues that they did not previously have prior to wearing masks. And a quarter of children developed new fears. And it's fear-mongering thing, I've talked about that much in the past. Though these results are concerning, the study also found that almost 30% of children experienced shortness of breath, 27% experienced dizziness, and hundreds of the participants experienced accelerated respiration, tightness in chest, weakness, and short-term impairment of consciousness. So like I said, believe it or not, masks are actually far more controversial than you're being led to believe, because all the propaganda billboards all over Utah would have you thinking that, well, it's just what we do. Everybody's doing it. And if you look around, almost everybody is doing it. But I will tell you, you do have options. You may think that the shop owner, because it says required on their door, expects you to wear a mask. But the sign is their attempt to not get fined by the Labor Commission based on the speech that the late Governor Herbert gave uh, right before he left office. And it's interesting because I've been into multiple businesses. I can think of one in particular where they thanked me so much for coming into their business and supporting them during this difficult time, even though they were talking through a mask and I was not. I've been into a lot of businesses like that, and that's an interesting scenario because, yes, it can be very uncomfortable to walk into a business without a mask when the sign on the door says you need to wear one. But the sign isn't necessarily a direct reflection of the business owner's actual beliefs or wishes. It is coercion that has many of these signs up. Now, a lot of businesses do want you to wear a mask. I know this from personal experience. Most that I go into without my mask on, don't say a word. In fact, they smile and treat me just as friendly, friendly, (laughs) friendly. They give me just the same friendly treatment they give to people with a mask on. And the truth is they want your business. That's what they want. They've always wanted your business. And if they deserve your business, if they're a good, reputable company, You ought to be giving it to them, but you don't necessarily have to play the games that the government is putting in front of us. Now, I want to remind you that I am not a medical professional. I don't pretend to be. I don't want to be. I don't want to replace the advice of your doctor or healthcare practitioner. I don't want to replace the advice of the government. That's up to you to decide who you want to listen to and what you believe. It is up to you also to do your research. And figure that out and listening to alternative sources like mine is a part of that, I believe. Potentially reading papers like the Montana Daily Gazette may be better than the Salt Lake Tribune or KSL. I don't know. What I do know is I don't work for any radio station. All of my information is my own. All of my ideas are my own. I do my own research and I put out the truth that I believe that you need to hear. You get to decide what you want to do with it, and I appreciate you listening to me and being willing to let me speak my truth. Now, I'm going to give you one more thing that I think is important, but I can't give you a lot of details on it, and that is because I plan to do a show, I hope in the next 30 days or so, on this topic, because I think it's really, I know it's really, really important. But a new article just came out yesterday. And this article is powerful stuff. It's another headline that I want to read to you and I'm just going to read you a couple of excerpts from the article. Not really as a teaser, but just as an awareness thing because I want you to know this in case you're considering this right now for your child or your grandchild is is considering this. And this is about the HPV vaccine. The article says it's the vaccine's stupid. A new book exposes corruption that led to the HP vaccines and the injuries. Dr. Seen Heng Lee is a leading researcher in HPV and the vaccine for HPV, which is a vaccine recommended for a vaccine series recommended for all teenagers in this country. He has submitted expert declarations to the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, which has paid 4.1 billion dollars in injury claims for vaccine injuries. On behalf of teens who were injured or died from the HPV vaccine specifically, he has evaluated tissue samples and vaccines and advocate and advocated timelessly to the World Health Organization, the FDA, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention about the unacceptable risks of HPV vaccines. Dr. Lee recently published an extraordinary book called From Pap Smear to the HPV Vaccine, the Cervical Cancer Prevention Industry. I love that word. This book is designed for the medical community to wake them up about the high risks versus rewards of the HPV vaccines recommended for all teens in this country. Lee includes in his book a typical letter he has received from a patient seeking answers. It says, Dr. Lee, I consented and reacted to the Gardasil HPV vaccine at 17 years old, developing several autoimmune diseases, including lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, Raynaud's, Pots and inappropriate sinus tachycardia, high blood pressure, intractable migraines, food intolerances to red meat and dairy, IBS, etc., and had cervical cancer requiring a hysterectomy by age 24. I did just a little research towards the show that I plan to produce in the next few weeks, and teens who have been given the hpb vaccine it appears are actually protected from the main strains of that specific virus that the vaccine is proving to prevent but they are at a much higher risk substantially higher of all the different varieties that that vaccine does not cover interesting so this girl along with her plethora of other issues, ended up with cancer anyway, cervical cancer, and ended up with a hysterectomy by the age of 24. She goes on, I would like to inquire about how to have my blood tested for the presence of the HPV-16 fragments and any costs associated with this testing. I have been unable to find treatment or recovery as my health continues to deteriorate. Thank you in advance for any answers you can provide. Like I said, this is about awareness. In my view, based on a ton of independent research, I believe that the HPV shot is perhaps the most dangerous and misguided of any vaccine. And the research bears that out substantially. The only vaccine that I think may have less evidence of safety is the COVID vaccine, which has no evidence of long-term safety because we have no long-term studies for it. And that's the rant. Okay. So I said I was in a great mood. I still am, even though I ranted a little bit. I hope that information was of value. If you have any questions, you can always call us at Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. If you're interested in NAAP for a happier, more fulfilled life, call us at that same number. We'll sign you up for that introductory seminar on the 23rd. All right. When I return, I'm going to go into the topic of arthritis. Arthritis affects, osteoarthritis specifically, by the way, affects millions and millions and millions of people, particularly people over the age of about 40. But really, once we get into our 50s and 60s is when it tends to kick in for most of us. And it's more common in women than men, but it is very common in both sexes, primarily affecting the joints of the fingers, the knees, the hips, uh, and the shoulders are the most common places where people... Get arthritis. We're going to talk about what it is, and we're going to talk about some of the medical treatments that are done for it versus some of the alternative treatments, which ones work, which ones don't, which are dangerous, and which are not. That's what we'll talk about when I return. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, Or talk to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is, that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements. We consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. All righty, welcome back to Vitality Radio. I am your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. It's good to be with you again on the Vitality Radio show and the Vitality Radio podcast. I really appreciate you listening and joining in. I appreciate your comments and your questions. I appreciate your trust, but I do encourage you again to look outside of mass media and social media, but also outside of this show and find your own answers. It's getting harder to do. It's being more censored, but the information is out there, and you can dig in and find it. I hope to just be a source of awareness for you about some of these things that you probably don't hear much anywhere else. I promised we'd talk about arthritis, and that is what we'll do. The most common natural remedies for arthritis now are glucosamine and chondroitin sulfates. Now, what's interesting is I've been doing this long enough growing up at in Vitality <laughs> Nutrition most of my life, starting at the age of five. I've been growing up learning about all this stuff, and there was a time when we could only sell herbs like Devil's Claw and Yucca for arthritis. And it's not to say that Devil's Claw and Yucca don't help. They can help a lot, actually. They're very old school remedies. Doesn't mean they don't help but I will say they were very hit and miss for sure. And then, boom, some studies were done and glucosamine and chondroitin hit the market and they hit hard. It was the first time we had a relatively reliable supplement that people could take that they would actually notice a significant benefit from with osteoarthritis. And it still helps a lot of people. But what's interesting about science is that if we, allow it to run its course and continue to experiment and ask questions and gain curiosity, we end up finding better solutions as we go. The science is never settled after all. So although glucosamine and chondroitin had much promise, we find that the results are still mixed and varied. And the research is uneven. Some says, wow, this really works great. Some studies say not so much. It's all over the map. I don't discourage people from trying glucosamine and chondroitin. I think it's actually well worth a try because it does help a lot of people. But I will say that if you've tried it and it hasn't helped, I'm not too surprised about that either. There is something that I talk about fairly regularly on Vitality Radio, and I want to bring it up again because the more I talk about it and the more people use it, the more positive feedback I get and that is something called hyaluronan. Hyaluronan is the substance that helps us to produce hyaluronic acid in our bodies. Now, hyaluronic acid is a natural product of the joint tissue. When a healthy joint flexes, and if you'll just visualize your knee flexing back and forth, that slippery cartilage that's on the end of the bones, that is designed to make the hinge of the knee smooth as if you sprayed WD-40 on it. Well, the WD-40 in this case is mostly made up of hyaluronic acid, which is a very slippery compound that is excreted from the cartilage when the joint moves and flexes. As we get older, as we get injuries, as we get more inflammation and the cartilage breaks down, which is what osteoarthritis is, then we get less secretions of hyaluronic acid. In fact, as we age, we get less hyaluronic acid anyway. It affects our eyes, makes our eyes more dry. It can affect uh, women, especially postmenopausal with vaginal dryness. Hyaluronic acid is a big deal. It affects the dryness of our, or the moisture levels of our skin, but it really impacts our joints in a significant way. And what this company, Baxyl, B-A-X-Y-L, their product has come up with that is just amazing is a liquid gel form of hyaluronic acid called hyaluronin, which gets through the stomach acid, gets into the intestinal tract, and then helps us to regain much of that flexibility. Now, versus chondroitin and glucosamine, it's much, much more effective in clinical studies. There have been two excellent studies done on knee joint arthritis, specifically in people over the age of 60. And what they found was an average of 84% of the respondents reported significant improvement in flexibility and significant decrease in pain within 30 days on Baxel. What I believe is so fascinating and so encouraging about Baxel is that if you read the Mayo Clinic or WebMD, or you talk to your doctor, they're going to tell you the same thing. And that is that osteoarthritis is degenerative in nature. It breaks down and it gets worse over time. Well, Baxel because it replaces that lubrication and allows the joint to flex as it was originally intended to, or at least as close as it can, depending on how much damage is there. What we find, I'll tell you, and this is, again, backed by the clinical research, but I see it all the time with real live people that talk to me at Vitality, is that this does exactly that. About 84%, maybe 90%, it seems, of the people that I talk to that have used it find excellent results. And I believe it probably has some really great long-term preventative benefits, keeping the joints at least where they are as opposed to allowing them to just continually degenerate. So it's my very, very favorite natural remedy. And I'm gonna talk about a couple other natural remedies too, but I wanted to hit on this because I get a lot of questions about this, and I think it's really important. Cortisone shots, corticosteroids as they're known, into the joints. They put them in knees, they put them in shoulders, they put them in hips. And I wanted to read to you some stuff that I found online, uh, specifically answering questions that people have about cortisone shots. And it's really, I think, quite fascinating stuff. And I want to make sure that you understand because not everybody seems to quite have a grip on this. Now, I will say this, most of the doctors that I hear, or sorry, most of the patients that I hear that come in and tell me what their doctors have said about corticosteroids in the joints are being told the right thing, that you can only do so many of them that over time they can actually make the tissue worse, and there are concerns. But when you're in a lot of pain, sometimes you're willing to take that chance. So a doctor answered a question on the Mayo Clinic's website about whether or not a corticosteroid shot in the knee would be a wise decision for arthritis pain. And this is part of his response. How long the pain relief from a corticosteroid injection lasts depends largely on your individual health situation. For some people, the effects may last only a week or two. Others may be symptom-free for several months or more. Corticosteroids can effectively relieve symptoms such as joint pain, tenderness, and stiffness, but they are not without risks. For some people, the shot may cause a flare of pain and inflammation in the joint just after it is given. In most cases, this goes away within 48 hours. Although uncommon, long, longer-lasting complications can include nerve damage, joint infection, damage by nearby tendons and thinning of the cartilage and bones near the injection site. Some people may have temporary pain relief due to the numbing medicine commonly used with these shots, but not long-term pain relief. Also, people who have blood who take blood thinners may not be able to use this at all. Some evidence indicates that repeated corticosteroid shots do not change the way arthritis in the spine progresses over time. Chronic use of the shots eventually can cause cartilage within a joint to deteriorate, resulting in permanent joint damage. Because of that, these injections usually are not given more than every six weeks or more than three to four times a year. Pretty useful information, I think. If you're doing something that is going to eventually deteriorate the situation that you're trying to get better from, it doesn't make much sense. But that's what we're left with with medicine much of the time. They'll tell you to take regular Advil, ibuprofen, Tylenol, aspirin, whatever, knowing that over time they can cause stomach issues and kidney issues and liver issues. And basically. We're told just take it until you can't take it. And then hopefully medicine will have advanced to the point where there's something new you can take. And that something new might be something like Viox that killed like 60,000 Americans. Or it could be an opiate. And we all know, I hope by now, the dangers of those. So my point is always this. Why not try the natural approach first? Because the medical approach will always be there. It is painful, and pain is no fun. I get it. And it's challenging, and it can affect your mood. It can affect so many other aspects of life. And that is why I believe the best approach is to look at what you can do naturally, not just with supplementation, but also with lifestyle changes and things that you can do to help prevent this pain from getting unbearable. So let's go a little deeper. I already mentioned Baxel. Baxel gel is my absolute first go-to. And sometimes the natural approach, as gentle as it can be, is sometimes not as strong as it could be with a singular approach. So I always recommend trying something like Baxel, giving it the full 30 days, see what it does for you. And then based on how well it's working, determine if that's enough or if you need more support. The next go-to for me is turmeric. Now, turmeric is so hot right now. It's in every Costco and Walmart. And there's I see end caps of it in grocery stores. And it is very, very popular, and partly because it's getting a ton of positive press, partly because the research is extremely clear that it's one of the most powerful food anti-inflammatories that you can consume. But not all turmeric is equal. And I have probably dozens of clients at Vitality that come in with a variety of different turmerics they've picked up online or in stores saying, hey, is this a good one? And what I will say is that a lot of the turmeric out there is pretty good stuff. I would say almost all turmeric out there is good enough that it can provide some benefit. The first question I ask you is, is the turmeric you're taking helping you? If it's helping you, great. That would indicate that it's probably at least pretty good stuff. But if you haven't tried a specific turmeric called BCM95 by Terry Naturally, it's called CuraMed, C-U-R-A-M-E-D. CuraMed has research that's been done in India where this type of research is far less censored than it is here in America. The government is far more friendly to this sort of research over there. Let's put it that way. CureMed is phenomenal stuff. In the clinical trials, what they've basically proven is it's about 10 times as efficient within the human body as regular turmeric extracts are. And that includes the turmeric extracts with black pepper, which you'll read are the most important ones. And the biggest reason for this is because they capture the whole plant, the whole essence of the plant. We want to remove all the resin from turmeric. Turmeric root itself is very resinous, almost plasticky makes for the human body, the digestive system, uh, quite a challenge to break all that down. One of the reasons that turmeric curry in Indian food is so powerful and so good for you is that the cooking process helps to break that up and, and give you a higher absorption. So making, cooking with curry or with uh, turmeric, sorry, making curry, things like that, highly recommended, absolutely love it. But if you're going to supplement with turmeric, Curamed is the one that consistently we have people coming back saying, oh my gosh, this stuff works great. And while it is more expensive by maybe two to three times a regular turmeric extract, you literally can take half, a third, a quarter, sometimes a tenth as much. So when you look at the end result, your result is usually less expensive for a better result. So if you want something that's truly anti-inflammatory, that really, really works, that has paper after paper after paper that's been published in medical journals showing that it works for inflammation, and that's all types of inflammation, but we are focused on arthritis right now, Curamed, fantastic stuff. First, I recommend Baxil. Second, I recommend Curamed, and the combination is powerful. Now, another thing that we have to keep in mind is what we are eating and what we are not eating. I mentioned curry and cooking with turmeric, absolutely. But if we're not getting omega-3s, and 80 plus percent of Americans get far too few omega-3s, and if we are eating too many refined fats, these are vegetable oils, these are packaged foods with fats in them of, of almost any kind, basically olive oil and coconut oil are great animal fats don't tend to cause the same issues. But fish oil or flax oil or chia seed oil, those types of fats where the high percentage of omega-3 is found, that's what you're looking for. Those omega-3s are the most anti-inflammatory nutrient. And I differentiate nutrient from turmeric because turmeric is a food that is not a nutrient. Your body doesn't require it, but our bodies do require omega-3 at every single cell. Our brains require omega-3. Our joints require omega-3. It does also work like a lubricant, but it's very anti-inflammatory. So if you're not doing that, that is step one. It really is ahead of baxel or turmeric or anything else. Now, I will say this in terms of actual pain relief, omega-3 is not as powerful as those others for most people. But without it, the others will not work nearly as well either. So we have a specific one called Vital 5 Omega. It's one that I am totally in love with because it also has astaxanthin and CoQ10 in it, both of which are protectors of the cardiovascular system and the brain and help with all fatty tissue antioxidant levels. So that includes your eyes and things like that. This is great, great stuff. It's included with the omega-3. And that form of omega-3, vital five omega, is my personal favorite. The next thing that I want to mention that has to do with diet, that's really, or sorry, has to do with, uh, yeah, diet. And then we're going to talk about lifestyle. And I've got, yeah, I think I have time to get all this in. Sugar, 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 sugar. I was having a conversation with my daughter. We were at Meyers grocery store in Lehigh, which I absolutely love. Great little shop. If you're anywhere in Utah County, they're great and they are just a gourmet grocery store, independently owned and operated. I love that place. Anyway, we're in there last night looking for some dinner, and she wanted to get a soda pop. Now, she knows my feeling on soda pops, so she went and found one that's clear, no artificial colors, and I loved that, but I said to her, honey, did you look at how much sugar's in it? She says, I didn't know how to tell that dad And she says, plus, nobody cares. And I said, well, I care. I care about your health now, and I care about your health in the future, because you're really resilient at 11 years old. But later on in life, you will pay a price for the decisions you make right now. So I took a little time to educate, and I showed her there was 35 grams of sugar. That's seven teaspoons of sugar, seven teaspoons. Think about that, in one soda pop. It was not artificially colored, so I loved that but I would have preferred something sweetened with stevia or something like that. And we found one. We found one that was sweetened with stevia, had zero sugar, had no artificial colors, and it was a vanilla cream flavor by Virgil's. And both her and my eight-year-old son absolutely loved it, as did my son Malachi, who's 20 years old. So really, really great stuff if you've got to have a soda. Now, I personally pretty much avoid sodas of all kinds, but if you're going to have one, that's a good option. But my point is, 35 grams of sugar in one drink? Are you kidding me? And I see all the people lined up outside of Swig and Fizz and all these quote unquote gourmet soda shops. And I recognize what's happening is that we're creating our own pain to a large degree. Sugar is the most inflammatory food that you can put in your mouth. And what shocks me is that when I say that to people face to face, they look at me and say, Really? That information needs to be out there. Sugar makes you hurt. It is hard on every aspect of your body, your heart, your cardiovascular system as as a whole, your kidneys, your liver, your pancreas, which eventually gets tired. You grow insulin resistant and eventually end up with either being overweight or diabetic or both. Sugar creates a lot of issues, but the biggest issue it creates is inflammation. So if you're in pain, avoid sugar. Please, please, please do yourself a favor. Now, back to a couple of last things on the supplement side. If you're really looking for healthy alternatives that can turn the tide for arthritis, the last one I want to talk about is CBD. Now, we talk about CBD here and there on Vitality Radio. You've probably heard it before. But I want to express to you something that I've found to be really, really powerful. When people, I always recommend the Baxil first. Well, omega-3 first, you got to have the nutrients, then Baxil. And then I'll give people a choice really between Curamed or CBD, because for my money, they're pretty equal. They just do different things. They're both anti-inflammatory. I believe Curamed is actually a better anti-inflammatory, but CBD seems to be a better pain reliever. And when people take the CBD with the fish oil, with the Baxil, I know I'm talking about three different things, and some people even add the turmeric, the curamed, into this. They are blown away, blown away at what it does for their pain, their inflammation, their comfort level. Their lifestyle improves because they don't hurt all the time. It's fantastic. Most people are able to get off of things like opiates and aspirin and Tylenol and ibuprofen, all of which have long-term side effects, if not addictive properties. So there are things that can be done. We are doing something unique right now that I'm really excited about. We did it a few months ago and decided to do it again. The Vital 5 Omega and CBD, one of our favorite CBDs, we call it the Green 15 from CV Sciences, are on sale for $79.99. $79.99 for the pair. Normally, they're $69.99 just for the green 15 and 40 bucks for the fish oil. So you actually save 30 bucks when you buy them together. We're doing this right now, and it's basically a while supplies last thing. We got a really good buy on the CBD. We're passing that on. So if you're interested in trying that out, it's a great combination. And I will mention this, although I focused on arthritis a lot, I want to tell you that is a fantastic mental health combination too, because we know omega-3 plays a huge role in the brain and reducing brain inflammation, as we talked about with Dr. Bredesen's book, The End of Alzheimer's a few weeks back. And CBD is naturally fantastic at balancing the nervous system, the central nervous system, which can help with things like anxiety, depression, and that kind of thing. So if you're dealing with pain, but you're also dealing with those things, that's even a better combination. And like I say, you get both bottles now, both bottles for 79 bucks, where normally just the one is 69. So a really, really good value uh, for my Vitality Radio listeners. And then the last thing I'll leave you with is something I have finally started practicing on a daily consistent basis this week. And I want to tell you, it's already starting to change my life. I have this amazing friend. She works with me on the NAAP stuff I mentioned at the beginning. Her name's Michelle, and she has taught me three breathing techniques that are yogic breathing techniques. Uh, I don't even know all the proper terminology for it yet. I, We need to talk about it for sure. In fact, I may even have her on Vitality Radio to talk about it because it's fascinating stuff. One of them, she calls yogi coffee. And you throw your hands up in the air, extend them all the way, and you drop them, let them fall. You don't drop them. You just let them fall down to where your your hands are up by your shoulders, but your elbows are down where they, you know, typically hang. And then you throw them up again. And when you're throwing them up, you breathe in through your nose deeply and then you drop it and you breathe out. And you do that 20 times. You take a break, do it another 20, take a break, do it another 20. I've been doing that in a cold shower. It's a challenge, (laughs) but it's awesome. It wakes me up like caffeine never has. It is so good. Any breathing technique where you're focused on your breathing is beneficial. And there are a million of them that you can read about, that you can see online. You can watch video demonstrations. I know this is radio and podcast, and eventually we'll end up on YouTube and we'll be able to show you. But in the meantime, you can find these things yourself. Look up Yogi Coffee Breathing, and I think you'll find it. I haven't actually looked, but I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find it online. Anyway, breathing brings in more oxygen. Deep meditative breathing brings in more oxygen and oxygen reduces inflammation. So breathe deeper, eliminate sugar, and try some of these natural remedies, the Baxyl, it's B-A-X-Y-L, the Curamed, the CBD, and the Vital 5 Omega, those combinations, uh, those individual items as well as combinations of them, super effective, super healthy without all the side effects. That's what we talk about here on Vitality Radio. I appreciate you joining me. If you have any questions, call us 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality
0: Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio Podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source.